on our morning connection as always on this friday it is this is my story with reverend charlene laver from trinity chapel church here in dubois good morning how are you wonderful it is so so amazing to have both of you here this morning Mm. and uh continuing to do the shows We so look forward to this, and we look forward to all of you who are listening. So let me begin. Good morning, Friday morning, City of Dubois and surrounding communities. I am Charlene Lauver, pastor of Trinity Chapel Dubois, speaking on behalf of Community for Unity. For more information, please go to our website, communityforunity.org. I encourage everyone to go to the menu and tap on the Lord of the Harvest Revival. Once again, I wish to remind you of a shout that has been spoken into the airwaves of previous This Is My Story podcasts. The shout is a clarion call, a call of God for such a time as this. This is the timing of the Lord. This is the great release of his promised outpouring. City of Dubois and surrounding communities, receive your gift and shift. Awake from your sleep. For now, your salvation is here. Adapted from Post Give Him 15 Dutch Sheets. Today's plea, wake up, you sleepyhead city. Wake up, you sleepyhead people, for the King of Glory is ready to enter. Who is the King of Glory? God of the angel armies, the Lord Almighty. He is the King of Glory. This comes from Psalm 24, 7 through 10 from the message. The Spirit of the Lord has assigned over this region a call to revival. We have answered. We hear the cry of God's urgent message to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. But endearingly, we hear God's cry for you. A spiritual revival is an outpouring by God sent down from heaven in the power of the Holy Spirit. Revival, in definition, is to wake up from a sleep, an awakening to bring back to life. It is a call to repentance for the forgiveness of sins, to come away from the idols of this world. It is the restoration of God's presence to his people. So why all the talk about revival? Community for Unity is inviting you to the Lord of the Harvest Revival located on the grounds of the City Park in Du Bois. Services will be held on Friday, October 22nd, Saturday, October 23rd at 7 p.m. Evangelist Jeremy Puckett will present the word. Lastly, we are preparing for the great celebration. Sunday, October 23rd for a time of extravagant worship. May you have the ears to hear the call of God. Come, come away with me, and you will recover your life. I will show you how to rest in me.
Today, I want to draw your attention to the words, it is the restoration of God's presence in his people. In the presence of God, his love and power are revealed through signs, wonders, and miracles. It is written in the book of Acts 19.11, and God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of his servant Paul. Psalm 77.14 says, You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. And in Acts 3.6, But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter was speaking to a lame beggar who was healed through the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ. God is not afar off. Each of these passages describes a work where great praise will resound, where it was considered a defeat. Can this be so? This is my story. Today, I would like to take you back to the many ways God Speaks found also in our previous podcast entitled God's Goodness or Coincidence. I shared the following scripture passage out of 1 Kings 19, 11 through 12, God's revelation to Elijah. Allow me to share this passage one more time as it pertains to my story for today. Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rock in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was was not in the fire, and after the fire, a still, small voice. I also wish to include a passage found in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 37. For with God, nothing will be impossible. My story begins with me having a restful moment, sitting outside in the warm sunlight, reading a book when my two sons came up to me and asked if they could go next door and spend some time with their friends. I explained to them they were permitted to go and that they would return with their friends and play in the backyard. I noticed my younger son, Sean, who was six at the time, carrying a bubblegum can in his hand. I requested that he have enough to share with everyone and he assured me there was plenty. Within seconds or so, it felt. It was such a short time that passed. I received a call from my neighbor, and horror filled my heart. And all I knew was my life was about to change forever. I was terrified. The voice on the phone stated she was rushing my son, Sean, 
to the hospital and to get there as quickly as I could. She explained that there was black gunpowder used for a muzzle loader in the bubble gum can and that a lit match from one of the other children was thrown into the can and it exploded in my son's face. When I arrived, I did not recognize him. The swelling distorted his face and the seriousness of his burns were yet to be determined. There was fear for his life that the black powder may have gotten in his lungs and no one knew if his life was at stake. Lastly, they believed he would not have his eyesight due to the intensity of the explosion. Oh God, I cried out, please help me. I could not believe this was happening to me. This was happening to my beautiful son whom I loved so much. My legs felt as though they could not hold me up another minute when suddenly I heard this still small voice say, Shailene, in three days, I will open your son's eyes and he will see you. Peace came over me and my strength was restored. I knew it was that very same still small voice of God that saved my life many years earlier. I fell asleep next to my son's bed believing every word that this would be so. This very scripture came into my thoughts as I lay in the quiet of the night. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17, 20. I immediately prayed, oh Lord, increase my faith to move this mountain for nothing is impossible for you. I stayed by his side day and night. I would read my Bible daily, trusting in the living word God spoke to me. I also began to read a book called Hind's Feet on High Places by Hannah Hurnard. I felt my spirit being encouraged and believing every word God promised he will see you. God is my restorer of all good things, and he is my promise keeper. On the third day in the early morning, the doctors came to try to open my son's eyes. They could not, as the pain was unbearable, and he was bleeding profusely from the burns. I began to cry out to the Lord, and then I remembered God's words. On the third day, I will open your son's eyes. I found my peace and continued reading my book. Around early afternoon, my son called out to me saying, Mom, I didn't answer at first as I only had a few sentences to finish the book. I thought to myself that he could not see me, so he would not know anyway. When soon my son shouted, Mom! It was then I looked up. 
and his eyes were wide opened and they were more blue than before the accident. I immediately threw my hands in the air, showing my fingers for him to count as I asked him how many fingers did he see. He said this, Mom, I see you. Just as the Lord had said, and he will see you. The doctors and nurses returned to the room with joy and tears over the good news of what the doctor found. They reported this, it is as if he has been given a new pair of eyes. I knew this to be so. As I said before, his eyes were more blue than before the accident. Was this the end of our sorrow and sadness? No. Sean was about to see himself for the first time. When he did, he began to cry out, I am a freak. No one will ever love me. Is it not so that we are wired to be loved and the fear of losing love was so painful for my son? By that time, my faith was so empowered that I looked at my son and said, God is not done. He can heal your face. My son asked if we could pray. We bowed our heads and my little man prayed, God, heal my face. Amen. Hmm, I thought, right to the point. I chuckled and said, I know God heard your prayer, Sean. Our latest report from the doctors was this. He would never have eyebrows, eyelashes, hair on the top of his head, and on his face throughout his life. His face would be pink, and he could not be in the sun, and he would have scars as well. But by the next morning, I returned to the hospital. My son met me and said, Do you see what I see? I smiled and said, Yes, I do. He was growing eyelashes and eyebrows and hair through dead skin. He asked me if God was done, and I immediately told him, No, God finishes what he starts. On the third day, my son's face was totally restored to what he looked like before the accident. We walked out a miracle of God's mighty hand in the worst of circumstances. Allow me to bring back to mind a comment I stated earlier. It is the restoration of God's presence. Restoration defined biblically is that which was lost to be returned back more than previously before. Main point, that someone or something is improved beyond measure. God is still the same today, yesterday, and forever. He restored my son beyond measure. My story 
does not end with my son, who is now an amazing man of God, who was touched by his love, power, and miracles. This is my story of God's mighty hand in my life. I, too, had been involved in an accident that caused me to suffer back and neck pain beyond anything I could bear. Sometimes I felt it better that I no longer live than live in all of this pain. But gradually it lessened. But each time I was under stress, it would return all over again. It was a continuous cycle in my journey of life until, until one evening, I was sitting in a worship service, listening to a pastor preaching from the pulpit when suddenly he stated he believed there was a person dealing with pain in the neck and back area and he wanted to pray for healing for her. The woman in the front row stood up and he agreed it was she that the Lord had pointed out to him. Well, I thought, if only he could have seen me. But I reached out to her with my whole heart and deeply wanted her to be healed. And by doing so, suddenly I felt this heat come into my neck and back for a short period of time. And I know that out of my love for another, God saw me and restored me and healed me completely. And I have not suffered from the excruciating pain from so many years ago to this very day. What is my stories expounding upon? It is this. Miracles, signs, and wonders move when the presence of God is desired and we seek His face. Let the cry of revival move in your hearts and come to the tent to be revived, restored, and made new in Christ Jesus. Come, receive your touch. For it is God that grants you a testimony, and it will be done while you behold his mighty hand in your life. Please pray with me. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for your unending love, compassion, grace, faithfulness, and forgiveness. You alone are the pearl of great worth, our treasured prize, not your gifts or guidance, healings, even the signs, wonders, and miracles, just you. You are the one who encompasses all we search for. Father God, I ask you to forgive us for doubting your word and your works. 
Wake up, pastors, church leaders, and members of your body at large who are asleep. Forgive those who operate in fear and unbelief. Forgive those who have not taken the time to thank you for the miraculous works you have already done in their lives. Father, burn up sin and compromise and cause your word to burn within us. May the consuming fire of your presence invade every area of our lives. May our pulse quicken at the mere mention of your name and our eyes tear up at the sound of your voice. Father God, let us be known by how much we love. Let our lives reflect how much we love you. That before you even ask, let our answer be, yes, Lord, because we love you. Let our lives reflect how much we love our neighbor. Let our lives reflect how much we love those who do not know you. Father God, this is our prayer. Have your perfect way in the Lord of the Harvest tent revival so that miracles, signs, and wonders can flow freely. Stir up the gift of faith within each pastor each leader, each church member throughout every church in Dubois and the surrounding communities to invite, to in attend, and to expect great manifestations of your power under the tent of revival. Father, our hearts cry with yours that the lost will be saved and the prodigals will come home and lives will be transformed and miracles, signs, and wonders will be experienced in Jesus' name. Allow us to have personal and direct access to your glory. Holy Spirit, empower us so that we are effective witnesses of Jesus Christ and in his mighty and powerful and holy name, I pray, amen.
You've been listening to a message from Pastor Charlene Lover, Trinity Chapel Church, 106 West Scribner Avenue in Dubois. You've just been listening to This Is My Story, and the stories you heard today were all about miracles and God moving in people's lives. If you've been thinking about that, if you would like to experience it, and you want to be a part of the revival, please come to Community for Unities, the Lord of the Harvest Revival, on the grounds of the Dubois City Park on Friday and Saturday, October 22nd and 23rd at 7 p.m., and a great celebration on Sunday, October 24th, for a time of extravagant worship.